Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. We're diving into everyday conversations on business operations, managing and organizing your projects, systems, virtual events, team productivity, and so much more. Our guests sit down with Ashley to talk about their lives, lessons, losses, and the systems that have built their businesses. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. Yes, yes. This episode features the founder of Bricklayers Coaching Academy and Go Execution Strategist, Jamie Jordan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. And I have the privilege and I'm so, so excited to have Jamie Jordan, who is an innovative speaker, entrepreneur, community leader and coach. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you so very much, Ashley. Very, very excited to be here. Jamie, we have a lot to talk about. We get a lot to talk about. And for those of you who don't know, Jamie and I know each other from the internet streets of inside uh, various uh, communities um, from Breathe University uh, to Deeper Than the Brand to being on different types of master classes. And we just see each other in our little Zoom windows. And we have uh, built um, an offline relationship, um, really encouraging each other and lifting each other up in our respective uh, life journeys. And so, Jamie, I need to ask this question because there is so many wonderful layers to you, but I really want to know, who are you? Who is Jamie Jordan? Wow. What what an, uh, an amazing question. So first of all, thank you again, Ashley, for having me. It has been absolutely wonderful building and growing with you. To answer that question, who is Jamie? I always lead with the mother that I am. Uh, because I don't wear it as a label, right? It's not a title. It's 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 um, truthfully who I am wholeheartedly. You know, I'm, I'm leading these two little queens every single day. So I am, you know, when I was younger, um, someone asked me like, what do you want people to know about you or something like that? And the only thing I could say was, I just want people to know that I care, that I'm nice. <laughs> like, I, you know, I just, I just want people to know that um, I'm, I'm genuinely... Uh, I'm very empathetic, right? So I genuinely care for people. And more than anything, from, I remember from being young, I wanted people to know that, you know, I really, um, I really care for people. So that's who I am. I am a creative, I am a crazy creative person. I'm a person who always has ideas spinning in my mind and I'm not afraid to explore them um, through, you know, writing, playing pianos, uh, singing, more recently speaking, crazy idea- ideas and games with my daughters. I just consider myself this, this creative, hyper creative person. And about, I think about two years ago, someone asked me again, can you define yourself in one word? And the only word I could think of was autodidact because I, that means self-taught and I am always learning something. I'm always reading something. If something interests me, I go full student mode and I study. So I would just lead with that. A mother, a creative, a thinker, and definitely an autodidact. I love that. I love that. You recently uh, did something huge, which was have your own conference, uh, your community bricklayers. And before we get into the creation of it, I we have to get into the name of it. This is a coaching community, but from what I've learned about it, it seems like it's so much more than a coaching community. Definitely. What would you say? Yeah. It definitely is. So Bricklayers is my coaching community. That's the way that I've connected with the world, I think on the, at the largest scale so far. But the thing about Bricklayers, I have a coaching philosophy, not one that I picked up or that I studied or that I learned, but one that I actually wrote. 
So as I was going through my life's journey, going from, you know, someone with no direction, no confidence, no clarity, no belief, completely just broken, not using my gifts. That's kind of the starting point. As I went from there to here, thriving in my creativity and just exploring the entrepreneurship journey, I created this philosophy along the way by journaling, documenting everything that worked for me, really studying myself, really studying the obstacles and understanding how I got through the obstacles and everything from confidence and, you know, um, lack of clarity, lack of energy, lack of focus, lack of belief, everything that really was supposed to stop me along the journey. Once I made it through, I was completely intrigued. And I'm thinking, wow, I have to go back and get someone else who didn't make it through this obstacle. So I was so avid about writing and documenting and, and making voice memos and any type of way I can capture in the moment how I got through. So fast forward a couple of years, it, it became really condensed and, cl- and clear. This is what I tell people a lot of times. You might not have clarity initially, but if you continue to explore your inner thoughts and explore yourself, it'll become more clear as to what your inner wiring is. What, what, what are your inner workings? So when I was ready to start my coaching community, I looked into my own notes and I I had an actual blueprint, an actual guide, an actual, you know, philosophy. And I condensed that into 12 pillars and each one is related to um, the parallels of an actual bricklayer. Everything from um, one job, meaning you only have your only job as a bricklayer is to lay bricks, right? We're not um, builders. A builder can be doing everything from, the, you know, the driveway to the streets. I mean, sorry, uh, to exactly. the cabinets, to the carpets, to the cabinets. But a bricklayer, you have one job. And so that's one thing that I use to really anchor myself. Another pillar is called heavy lifting because heavy lift, uh, you know, entrepreneurship, living out your dreams. It's heavy lifting. It's hard work. So as such as is a bricklayer's job, you know, so I made these parallels. And the the unique thing about bricklayers is that it comes from the story of my walk of my journey of my life. So while I may not be a master in a certain um, academic field or something like that, I'm a master of my story. And this allows me to teach it and walk in it and live in it, you know, fluently. So that's that's really the the premise behind bricklayers is something that I learned from a life experience, which, as you know, that is something that really empowers you to teach because you you've experienced it. So bricklayers, yeah, it's a coaching coaching uh, community, but it really is a, an extension of me. And these are the things that I live by every day. You know, these are the things whenever I'm, let's say I'm distracted, I go to pillar number three, no distractions. Do not be distracted by the bricks you laid yesterday. And I, I walk myself through these things as I'm actually growing in real time. So my answer when people ask me, you know, how did you do this? I always can go back to bricklayers and what it really means to me. Yeah, that's that's super dope. And one of one of the things I was really intrigued by being on the calls is that this aspect of of laying a brick and like identifying what that brick is. And so these are things that are what we would consider like not a big deal. Yes. Going live, going in, you know, booking a session or hiring someone or, you know, discovering what that next step is. Like you you would say all the time, like, that's a brick. I'm like, hmm. Yes, that's the that's the wonderful thing about it because we are often thinking from the aspect of let me go on Zillow and pick the house that I want and just drive up to it. 
But the bricklayer accepts the responsibility of building the home, right? Building the home from the ground up. And the unique thing about us is, and, and not only specific to, not only specific to just bricklayers, the community, but we are, we are bricklayers. You're a bricklayer. I look at my biggest inspirations. I can say, oh, he's a bricklayer because a bricklayer is simply a person who has accepted the mission of creating their own success one brick at a time. And the, I love what you brought up at that point because bricks are everywhere. And I love to break it down to the simplest component, Ashley. I was actually in my living room, I think it was last night. And at any random moment, the bricklayer can revert focus to I have one job, which is to lay a brick, any brick, lay a brick right now if you find yourself motionless. So I was in the living room and I literally said, let me get up and drink a bottle of water because that's a brick because it's important for my health. I hadn't had enough water that day. And I literally said, you know what? Um, this might sound random, but I said, let me do some crunches. <laughs> let me pull out my work right. and do some crunches while I'm watching TV. So not only am I just watching TV aimlessly, I'm laying a brick while I'm just in my home. And bricks can range from everyday little things like that to doing this podcast, which is a major brick for you and me. It's a it's a literal chunk in the journey to um, launching a business, securing the LLC, hiring somebody, outsourcing, making a video, all of those things, um, booking a show, all of those bigger things are bricks. But we have to understand that everything you do to improve yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, any little piece of the puzzle that adds to your vision is a brick. And so I think it's really empowering to be able to identify your bricks. That's right. I mean, incredible because we we're literally laying bricks every day. And and it's safe to say in, in, in how I'm visualizing this is that you talk about the bricks that you were laying even before you may have even necessarily called them bricks in terms of you, you tell the story about, you know, recording yourself in terms of your thoughts, in terms of ideas, in terms of video and visuals. Can you kind of walk us through why that was so important for you in your journey? Yes, absolutely. I love talking about this because it's such a critical element to everything that I'm doing now. So I had this vision, Ashley, and I said, I want to be a speaker. Like I realized that as I was going back and sharing these stories, mind you, I didn't have an audience at this time. I was thinking about the imaginary person who I know exists because as humans, we all share similarities. We, we, we face common struggles, depression, you know, um, right. lack of confidence. So I said, there's someone in the world who doesn't believe in themselves today. And I just learned how to believe in myself. So let me go back for that imaginary person. And I always thought and imagined as if I already had the people to lead and to speak to. So I wrote from that place, I would write these journals and I would record voice memos and um, videos just to give you guys an example. I would say, listen, I know today might seem dull and mundane, but there is light at the end of the tunnel, guys. You have to keep your head up. I would say things like that because that's what helped me. And I would make these videos um, several times a day, several. I have old phones and I have five hard drives full of these videos, which eventually turned to vlogs and videos and me on my camera actually, you know, doing full out speeches. But I spoke to the audience that I knew I was going to have in the future and why that was so important to me, because if, if you want to be a speaker, the simplest part of that is that you have to learn how to speak naturally. You have to learn how to connect with the person naturally. And there has to be this seamless transition between your thoughts, your emotions and what comes out of your mouth. You know how crippling it can be when there's an audience, right? 
So I knew and I accepted the responsibility of, hey, a stage is not going to just pop up. And when the stage pops up, you're going to be nervous the first time you hit the stage. So if you want a stage, let's train up and let's prepare now. And those videos, voice memos, um, even talking to myself in the mirror, whatever it took, speaking out loud. I had to learn how to listen to my voice, understand my voice, trust my voice and believe in my own voice because you can hear a lack of belief when people are just kind of scripted or when they're uncertain. So I didn't want to I didn't want to come across that way. So I call it behind the scenes bricks where nobody is looking. Nobody can see you. It's just you and you. And if I didn't tell you, the world would never know about these bricks and you have to be confident enough to exert your energy in bricks that people won't see. Sometimes we think that if it's not seen, it doesn't matter. But the bricks that you lay today behind the scenes, that's what you're going to stand on when you're ready to stand tall and present yourself to the world. So I knew that somehow I was just blessed enough to have that vision and that understanding. So um, it started again as these little messages that I would speak to the imaginary audience or the future audience. And then it grew over time into these really deep messages. And, and what I learned that I had a pattern as a speaker, you have to know what you consistently talk about. You have to know what consistently comes out of your heart. And so that's how now, fast forward to now, people who have been following me know if I click on a Jamie Jordan video, I pretty much know a range of what it's going to be about. And that comes from, right. you know, those speaking points that I've developed over the years. So, and I still do that to this day. I, I made a video earlier for no one else in the world, but myself, it's just a habit. Now you have to get used to speaking, um, speaking freely. I really like that because it, it really does set the foundation for any person to do the work, do the hard things, do the things that are uncomfortable yeah. until you are building up that confidence mm -hmm. to get where you want to be. So you're doing these videos, you're doing the audio, you're on your journey, you're learning all about yourself, what you want to do. And then is it that the bricklayers community came to fruition during that time? Did you already have the idea out there? Because I believe we're, we're coming up on your one year anniversary, we right? Are, yeah. of the, of, okay. Yeah. So walk us through you, you have the bricklayers uh, community. And so how, how did that evolve? So I am a very firm believer in writing your ideas down. And, you know, I've talked about this all the time. You have to honor your ideas. If you have an idea, you have to capture it. Like that's a divine moment. And you will never have that inspirational spark the same way again. So I had an idea, a vision. And I said, I'm going to have a community. I have to, it had to evolve over time for me to have this organized, you know, group and way of delivering the message. You don't just wake up one day and have everything in order. So I wrote it down in my little brainstorm book. It had to be um, the end of 2019, maybe, you know, maybe like October, September, October. I wrote down, start your own community. And I just, I dated it and I tucked it away and I just put it somewhere because when I have these ideas, once I write it and I believe in it, it's firm. And I'll say, I'm starting my own community. Don't ask me when, what it's going to look like, who, what, when, where, why, how many, what's the platform, who's the email? I don't know, but I'm starting my community. And I just speak it and I believe in it because I'm, I'm thinking I can do this and I will do this. And so once I did that, I talked it away. And at a completely different time, when my daughters were sleeping, I went into my brainstorm space. I had my little candle lit. I, I set the tone when I'm ready to brainstorm and be creative. 
And something hit me. I was just thinking some, I wish I knew where this, where's this thought came from, but I said bricklayers. That's very different from builders. Every single time, every single time people would ask me, what are you working on? How's life? How are those goals? Cause people have begun to know me for a goal driven person. I would always say the same thing, just like a knee jerk reaction. I would say I'm in that building phase because I was aware. I was becoming more and more aware that I'm building something. I'm, I'm going somewhere. I'm not just living. I'm building. And that one night I said bricklayers and I immediately I was like, oh, I feel the spark. This is an idea. You better capture it. You better capture it. Do not blow this off. And I pulled out my laptop. I went to Canva and did a slideshow impromptu on the spot. I'm like bricklayers. Boom. They have one job. And I typed out that pillar. Um, heavy lifting, boom, typed out that pillar. Um, no distractions because it, you know, what, what happens if you're a bricklayer and you get distracted and you look left and right, you, you're, you're, and they have to lay, you know, it's, it's such a stepwise process. And I love the fact that you can lay bricks all day, all week, all month and still not complete the structure, right? So it takes time. One of the pillars is the process is the process. And I just went through all these pillars in one night, one sitting. And closed my laptop and just went to bed. That's how I treat my ideas. I go all in and I'm like, this will fit somewhere at some point. I don't really stress it. And fast forward to when I actually started the community, it didn't even have a name. It was just called, I think I, I think I called it Jamie Jordan community. I don't even know. <laughs> it didn't have a name because when God tells me to go, right. who am I to hesitate or question? Absolutely. Right? You got to go. And yeah, I feel like the, the vision and the inspiration has been given to me and I acted on it, which was in the previous season, I acted on getting my speaking reps in, making these videos. X, Y, and Z. Now in this season, he said, just go. So it was called, I think it was called Jamie Jordan Community. Didn't have a logo, didn't have anything in order, no type of structure. And I think it was the first week. I didn't feel good about it being called Jamie Jordan because it's not about me. It's about the family. It's about the people. And I said, oh my goodness, bricklayers, that thing, that idea, that slideshow, that puzzle piece that God gave you back in this season, that puzzle piece fits right here. And I just dropped it in and I just dropped a message. Hey guys, new name. We're now called bricklayers. And that's how we started. And, and having the name Bricklayers, it finally freed me to be able to just teach, just teach, wow. teach, teach, just go, 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 go. Because I had such a wide range of things that I was teaching on. I didn't know really how to channel it. So the name, the package, it all fit. And now I'm able to go back into those sample speeches that I wrote, the voice memos. Some of the things I post come from like two years ago and I just pulled wow. it up, you know. So it's it really comes from my journey. And that's why it's so... I don't want to say easy as if this isn't hard work, but it comes naturally because it comes from my journey, you know? Right, right. And and because you, you know, this is a natural fit, you know, when you sat into your, your actual seat and you're loading up your first call, okay, yes. what are you feeling when people come on the call? <laughs> wow. Yes. So I, my very first call, I think I had seven people. And I announced it um, on Instagram and I said, I'm starting my first community. And there was this first, you know, seven, I think it was six or seven people that showed up. And do you know how blessed I am, Ashley? I have never, I think we've done 39 or 40 calls, 40, maybe 40 weeks now. I've never had a Friday night call where I was talking to myself. Yeah. You guys have so never good. left me for one second. And it's just such a blessing, right? I I can't even really express my full gratitude. I've never walked into the, an empty room. 
So what I was thinking, honestly, I had done so much work behind the scenes. It felt natural. It felt normal. I was excited because by this time, another thing, guys, that when you learn when making these videos and voice memos, you learn how to be yourself. You you learn how to really take the edge off and you understand I am not only enough, but I fit in these people's lives somehow. They want to be here. They want to connect with me. If the, the person is listening to you, then there's nothing else extra for you to do. So I felt so comfortable. I felt natural. I felt excited to finally, I was just like so full of information that I was ready to teach. It was very freeing to be able to have someone to listen and, and actually apply the information and the turnaround, hearing the results. It's just it's overwhelming in, in, in a good way, in a good way. And, and, you know, what's so interesting about how you how you set this up and, you know, how things have come into fruition is that entering in the first like maybe eight weeks of 2020, we were just freely going to the store, going about our business yes. <laughs> you know, when we were going about our business. And it was, it, it's like God had everything outlined for you to have the preparation yeah. for when the pandemic hit and for you to actually be able to be used yeah. in such wow. a way. Not Where right. all of 2020 and you you just touched on this, all the people who are also laying bricks. Can you talk about that that response of as you are coaching folks and people are really laying these bricks down? What are some of these like results? If you just want to touch on just a couple of them that you've seen in terms of growth. Wow, my goodness. Um, to bring it back to the beginning of what you were saying, the timing of it was so phenomenal. And that's why. That's why I tell people there is no fear in laying your bricks behind the scenes because you don't even have to worry about if anybody ever sees this work. Just start to do the work right where you are, because when it is time, when you do step onto the stage or the hypothetical stage, you're just going to be ready. Um, and so the timing of it, I mean, I, I was actually traveling when COVID hit and I was I remember thinking like, is this really this bad? They were talking about canceling pl- flights. And I'm like, am I going to get it back home? Exactly. And when I got back home, it was March. It was in March. And I, I stayed in my apartment for like two months. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm quarantined. And th- that was the timing of, of when I actually started it. And I didn't realize until much later when people were telling me, you. it seemed as though I did it intentionally at the start of the pandemic because I knew that's what people needed. It was just the timing. It was just when the seed had sprouted and people began to really see, oh, this is what you've been working on. And it just happened to really help during that time. But I didn't really realize as much. But my goodness, some of the results, people are now finding confidence in their voice. They're speaking up, which is so important because everything that you want to do has to rest upon the foundation of that brick of you being able to be confident and free. You can be a genius You can be so powerful. You can have an anointing over you. But if you don't feel free enough to actually speak, you're going to have just a very limited impact. So um, people are finding their voice. They're they're going live, which is a big deal for a person going live the first time, making their behind the scenes videos like I'm talking about, Um, writing their books. Someone has written and published a book, Um, starting their own coaching uh, programs, coaching community, gaining confidence, goodness. Speaking up and speaking out, we've had breakthroughs on the call. Somebody, you know, saying, you know, I accept this mission. I accept the mission of that's over my life. I accept my calling and I'm going to do what I have to do behind the scenes. Someone broke through um, recently saying, I accept myself. I believe in myself. And that translates into so many other areas of your life. 
um, something what people don't always realize is even at the beginning of the journey, something as simple as as saying, hey, my voice matters and I'm going to be myself. That's a big deal. So that those are some of, I've been seeing a lot of internal transformations, um, people starting new legs of their journey, you know, starting yeah. a, a, a brand, a T-shirt brand, a T-shirt line, getting a segment on a talk show. Um, and so it, it's, it's rooted in, hey, I learned how to really exercise and honor my voice. That's what I say all the time. Honor your voice. And people are learning how to honor their voice more. And um, I just I'm just so happy to be even like a, a tiny particle in a person's journey because it, it's all it's all you guys who come to the meetings. It's really not anything um, that I'm doing, but I'm, I'm just happen to be a facilitator in, in whatever it is. And it's, it's really, really brilliant what's happening there. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, you know, that that's super awesome to be able to to see someone's process along the way. Yes. And so one of the things I'm also wondering about, too, is outside of your community, you know, how how do you continue to keep your own self motivated, inspired and keep growing? Right. You know, because you're doing you, you do every you coach clients, you you know, your mom and you, you know, you have other things that go on outside <laughs> of us seeing you on the on the calls. Right. What is it? Tell, talk to us about balance, self-care, all yeah. of those things. Oh, I love this subject. I I'm going to take you back to my starting point just just for a minute. When I started my what I call my start, my journey, when I started my journey, when I decided I'm going to grow in into the better part of my life. Um, I came from a place of really emptiness, you know, having nothing. I wasn't taking care of myself. I had um, some of you guys know I had come from a really abusive, um, like seven to 10 years of it. And being that I had nothing, I was so excited and overjoyed about growth, about anything positive, like like a plant grows towards the light. I was like, oh, my goodness, it's like drink your water and exercise and, um, you know, play your piano again and take pictures and record yourself. All of these things were like, oh, it, it was like joy to me. Um, and it, it gave me something that represented directionality and growth. So I would say if I hadn't had that low point, I probably wouldn't have been so eager to do things that that represent growth. I potentially would have just kind of been taking them for granted. But being that there was like a scarcity, it was like I had very little to hold on to that was positive. Um, I began to seek out positivity and growth and it really became a habit to where now I'm just looking for it. You know, um, I, I'm like hardwired for it. I went I drove myself to the gym earlier and it was only when I got there, I realized I don't feel like being here. <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> but I'm just so like I have to do these things to keep myself going, because anything that represents directionality and growth is I'm drawn to it. So it looks like this. I can be. And I have days where I do very, you know, very little, just like completely rest, but I just honor what I need. I honor what I feel. And that's why on a Monday morning when the world is busy, I may be, I don't know, with the mask on my face and aromatherapy and stretching somewhere because that's what I need right. at that time, you know? So I gravitate towards that. And the other thing is that I really, I really follow um, my flow of like inspiration. What I, what do I need? What what inspires you today? And I just stay connected to that, I guess, because I've seen the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, where life is dark and depression is everywhere. So I just 
I just take it upon myself to gravitate towards those things because what I found, I have a line where I say, if you listen intently because the universe is humming, meaning there's energies everywhere. And if you listen intently for the good energies, then then you can have a, a great life. But if you're not intentionally like tuning into those areas, then then it's so easy to fall to the darkness of the world. The world is discouraging at the same time. It's depressing at the same time. So always kind of fight to to stay at the opposite end of the spectrum um so balance for me it's an internal thing i follow what i need and that means i unplug a lot you know um but when i am inspired you guys see me on instagram live three times a day and i might do a right. hour-long coaching call and then a two-hour live and then i make some videos you you when you see me it's because i'm genuinely connected to the energy when you don't see me it's because i genuinely am pouring into myself where i need so i just don't deprive myself honestly because i've let the world and other situations deprive me before so i'm i'm hardwired to take care of myself nowadays i mean that that's super important this aspect of taking breaks knowing when to stop you know and and i think you know one of the things that i i truly do love in in terms of how you how you move and go about is that you also incorporate people a part of your experience people that you've learned from mentors um your girls that pop up um i love it on the lives or on yeah. the calls. <laughs> they're all a part of your journey and it's yeah. great because we we just we see all different sort of facets and like I said they're just incredibly cute um, but but is when you were um when you're thinking about them and you're thinking about the work that you do is that is that also a part of it too that drives you absolutely so I actually had this was it with you no I don't I had this conversation maybe two days ago and someone asked me what about my why you know about my drive and I would say it's not necessarily, I have a very different approach to everything that I do, I think for most people, but I would not necessarily say my why or my drive for this part, for the entrepreneurship, for the, the, the legacy, for the, you know, the bricklaying, all of, all of the amazing things. I don't connect it to my daughters because when it comes to taking care of them, mom will do whatever I would say, you'll be fine. I'll take care of you, even if it's not this. So I'm not driven to like go into, you know, bricklaying overdrive because I have to take care of them. I just know that any and everything that I do from my life, they're going to receive it. So the more prosperous, the more positive environment I can create here, they are a part of me. So they're going to experience it and, and grow up in it and witness it as well. And the, my number one driver, the biggest thing that drives me why I will go crazy far into these goals and just move mountains is because I saw the vision and I believed it. I saw myself, Ashley, I saw myself leading I saw myself speaking. I saw myself just at the grandest stage that you can imagine. I saw myself succeeding. I saw myself, you know, just prospering. And I believed it. I'm like, wow, you ever, you remember that moment when you're like, I can do this. I got this. That's right. And yeah. sometimes it's wavering and you may think, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not so good or maybe how am I going to do this? All those questions. It doesn't disrupt the vision because I'm like, I saw it. It's almost like if you saw something with your own two eyes, no one can convince you otherwise. You're like, I saw it. So I saw myself in this vision, you know, on stage and speaking and leading. And that's what drives me because I know the more bricks I lay in the realm of this journey, then that's the closer I get to that vision. And it allows me to seamlessly walk in it as if it's already here. I fully believe that I'm already successful. You know, it's not a matter of me wanting to get somewhere. It's a matter of me walking in 
to what I've already seen. Almost like a child has to grow into older stages of life or a tree has to grow into the tree that you, you, you see when it's above ground. I'm fully aware that I'm a seed. And so the journey is just, it's very, very driven towards, you know, towards the vision that I've, that I've clearly seen. I, I love that because you you said it just perfectly about, you know, that you're successful, you are driven and you know where your mark is. And on social media, I remember reading this and it, it, I guess it hit me a little bit different, uh, maybe because of just where I was. But you said something very interesting about declaring about no negative anything being spoken about you. You had like a post about that and you talked about that and you also talked about do, taking in inventory of people and how they can't go with you. And so I wanted you to speak on those particular two things because I I found that to be an aha moment and it, it just got me thinking. Yeah. So I, I've had those moments in the journey and what I'm learning is that I'm, I'm still very young in my journey. I mean, I, I'm only a few years in. And so the people that I'm around, my mentors, you know, the, the people who have already made their millions and accomplished and traveled the world and all of these things, I'm seeing that relationships really change. Relationships mm. are, are, are it's, 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 it's a different realm. It's a different reality when you have more people around you simply because they want something from you or because of, or because of the notoriety. It's just, you have to learn how to navigate relationships. And what I've seen is that, you know, some people, relationships, situations, um, arrangements, you know, agreements between, you know, what does our relationship look like? It does have to change over time in order right. for you to protect your own integrity, sanity, you know, your own peace. And so that came from me realizing that for some people, the seasons are different. So as you enter into a new season, you may be surrounded by someone who sees your growth as an attack, who sees your growth as you leaving them behind, who sees your growth in your new boundaries and your new lifestyle as something that is, you know, um, just it disrupts your old habits with the person. And I, I use the analogy of at the end of the year, some people pass and some people don't. So they may have to repeat that grade because they have to go through their own season not in a negative way, but you grow when you grow, you transcend when you transcend. And that's often dependent upon how much you pour into yourself, how much are you willing to focus on personal development? So yeah, I, I had to come to the terms with it's okay to change relationships, to end relationships, to amend relationships, to welcome new relationships. It's okay to be to be uh, malleable in that area of your life because relationships are, are not going to stay the same. And the other part, I have a very high aversion for negativity. It's almost like I'm hypersensitive to it. I'm very receptive to right. it. And once I, I, that was, that was pretty much the number one contributor to my success. If we're talking about season one, when I had no tangible representation of a coaching journey or anything, when I was just trying to become myself again, negativity was toxic. It was very toxic for me. I couldn't breathe in the negative um, space. So now, if I sense negativity, I, I I abandon whatever I'm doing. I'm like, this is negative. I just I have a cold switch for it and I um, or a hard switch for it where I will just literally change directions and back up to assess the situation. I don't assess the situation in the midst of the negativity. I just remove myself. And what that does, it protects my peace in a major way. It, um, it allows me to stand up for myself more. It allows me to set my own rhythm, you know, for me to decide which environments I'm going to be in, regardless of who understands it or not. That's a major thing. We have to understand that everybody has their own perspectives. Everybody has their own thoughts, their own opinions. So, for example, you can be in a room and there's 50 people in the room. You sense some negativity. 
you decide to leave because of your own standards and what you believe in and you protecting your space. So you leave. But if you leave with the weight of, well, what is everyone else thinking or what are they saying about me or who am I going to upset if I leave? Then, then you haven't truly freed yourself. You have to walk away from negativity with a clear heart and a clear mind because the fact of the matter is there's always going to be someone who has a different lens, a different view, a different perspective of what you're doing. So that was really important for me because how many times in life do we stay in situations because of what the other person is going to think, right? Because Absolutely. of how it's going to be viewed. It happens. Right. And so learning how to do that allowed me to say, it's okay if I seem standoffish to people. It's okay if I seem abrupt in this moment. It's okay if everybody doesn't agree because I'm at peace right now and I can think freely. I just, I just cannot prosper in, in a negative environment. And I think far too often we confuse our environment with what is normal just because it's present doesn't mean it's normal just because it's um, something that's familiar doesn't mean that it's healthy. And so I had to realize a lot of these familiar spaces for me were actually negative and I made a giant shift and now my life is more positive than negative. So when I sense it, I just I just have an aversion for it. And I just go to the, go the other ways, to be honest with you. Right, right. And, and then you keep your vision. Like you said, you know, you're the seed. And then you keep your your vision really clear. And yeah. so that 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 makes like a really huge shift over to the Bricklayers Conference. For sure. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's segue into that. <laughs> uh, because you, I saw it and I was like, oh, I was like, there's a conference. And I, I mean, immediately signed up. So you, how did this all come about? Wow. I mean, yeah. Oh my God. We did it, Ashley. We, yeah, it was amazing. Oh my goodness. And I say, I mean, you know, bricklayers is a family. Like we're all, we, we are bricklayers. We did this collectively together. Um, my goodness, 10 months into the launch of the brand from the day when I said, actually to the date, like 10 months to the date, I, I, you know, I said, this is called bricklayers on March, um, 22nd, 2020. And on, um, actually the 22nd of, January 2021 was the day of the conference. And the way this happened is rooted in everything I'm telling you guys. So I had done so much behind the scenes work, laying bricks, like speaking. I learned how to speak. That's That was the most, the most like obvious thing. If you want to be a speaker, you have to know how to speak, Jamie. I had that conversation with me in 2017. And so I got to the point to where now hosting a conference is okay. No big deal. Hit, hit, go live. And let's just go, let's just do it. Whereas otherwise I would have been so overwhelmed, like so freaked out and overthinking it and second guessing my ability. But, um, in December, actually, let me take you back. You remember how I said I honor my ideas and I, and I write them down. It was, Absolutely. It was July, June or July of um, 2020. I had it in my voice memos. I mean, in my, I'm sorry, in my notes in my phone. And I wrote, um, launched the Bricklayers Conference December 2020. And I tucked it away, but I spoke it and I believed it and I saw it. And subconsciously, I believe I was, I know subconsciously I was laying the bricks in the direction of being able to launch the conference because I had seen it. 
Now, you know, on the front end, I wasn't planning this. I wasn't, you know, organizing this. I wasn't even talking about this. Nobody knew. Right. But in, right. Nobody. It was just literally like overnight. I'm like, hey, guys, we're launching a conference. That's really how it happened. But um, in December, the thought came back to me and God said, go. And I said, OK, it was that quick. I'm like, OK, we're going to launch the conference. And I jotted, I drafted out who I wanted to be there. I wrote Anthony Flynn, Sarah Fontenot, Doha Matunga, Words Taylor, Marshall Fox, and uh, Ramona J. Smith. I drafted those names, and which took like, I don't know, 30 seconds for me to type that out. And I sent each one of them a message. And they were like, yep, yep, I'll be there. Yep, sure. Great. Let's do it. And the next day I messaged my team, Amazing. I said, like the very next day I messaged, I said, hey guys, we're having a conference and these are the speakers. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually have more speakers, um, more speakers in line lined up, but um, some people couldn't confirm, but it was that quick. And at that point, I started to kind of talk to certain people and I literally said, okay, guys, I am hosting a conference. Now I am responsible for doing all of the work that makes up a conference. And I looked up and I had 45 days to do that. And some people said, uh, I think your vision is unrealistic. I think you should push it back to the summer. Um, I can't be a part of this because it's too last minute. Um, I don't think you're going to be able to pull it off. I think you need more structure. I mean, I had some honest feedback. This is what people believed, but I knew what I saw. And so I just, I pressed forward and I talked to one of my mentors who you know, when people experience different levels of success and prosperity, they think differently. They don't think like in a frantic way because they're like, you can just make this happen. And I said, listen, I have this conference and I only have 45 days. And he says, you have 45 whole days to plan this. And I'm like, wow, that's true. I am good. That's plenty <laughs> of time. That is so much time. And that's how I right. went into it. And I mean, the speakers agreed and um, immediately after, I mean, this has to be the most, you know, different approach to hosting a conference I've ever heard. But after immediately after I announced um, my team got on, you know, creating the the um, like the website to sign up to log in. I have um, Zandre working with me now and he did a lot of the graphics. I have Sam, I have Vanity and I have Theo who's um, spreading the word. And they set the things up for me and they're like, okay, what's next? What do we do now? Like, what do we, and we, 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 we spent some time learning, you know, okay. how are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? How are we going to do the emails? And I said, you know what, guys, let's do nothing at all. Because after he after God said, go, God said, rest. And I was like, okay, mm. okay. Like, okay. I'm doing the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. But you said to rest. So, okay, it's going to be fine. And I can't tell you how many times I said that in that break, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Look at these speakers that I have combined with myself, the speakers and the energy that we're looking forward to bringing. It'll be fine. It'll work out. So God put me on major rest up until the night before the conference. The night before the conference, I made the promo video for the conference. Before that time, I had not promoted. I hadn't sent out emails. Right. It was just pure inspiration and pure vision. I made the promo video the night before and um, Ashley over in um, Extreme Execution, Coach Ash, she shared with um, some people in BU. And I think the day before we had like a hundred people sign up and we just went live the very next day and it was amazing. And I remember my team asking, they're like, who's going to host? I'm like, I'll host. 
<laughs> you know, I'll host and I'll, I love that. And I'll speak and I'll, I'll share this with you. I wrote my keynote the morning of the conference. I okay. did not overthink yeah. anything. Come on now. You know, <laughs> I didn't overthink anything. And it was just a matter of honoring the idea and what, and it was free. I got so much backlash because people were thinking, you know, it's you're undervaluing yourself and people aren't going to respect you. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. My goal is to lay a brick in the form of a conference. If I do this, I'm going to be so elated. I'm going to feel so successful. And that's what you have to understand. It doesn't have to be this fully orchestrated replica of someone else's vision. Because I did have my moment where I'm thinking conference. I mean, I've been to conferences and... That's a big deal. I was Absolutely. thinking it had to sure. look like that. And I'm just thinking, no, what you once you lay a brick, everything that you do tomorrow rests on the foundation of that brick. So now I have a brick laid that says I can host and run and manage a conference. That is so I can't even put a price on that. And that's that's how it happened. I mean, it was phenomenal. The value, the transformation, the feedback, Ashley, it was incredible. Two days. I, so now I can say I, I've hosted, you know, a conference and that was my first keynote at a conference. So the first major speech that I gave in front of the largest audience, well, at least virtually, was my own. I didn't have to wait until I got invited to someone else's stage. I created the stage and led the way. And that's just so, this just worth so much to me. I can't even really fully express it. Uh, I mean, Jamie, from what you said in the beginning to you honored your ideas, you were obedient and yeah. then look about, look at where God has taken you. Uh, we we just um, we well, you know, we don't have time for the part two. We'll have to yeah. <laughs> do that another time for to get into the actual conference itself, because I attended and it, it was phenomenal. Thank you. That that is that is powerful. And so I hope everyone that's listening hears hears that and takes that as a point. And one thing I I do want to say and point out is that in this posture that we're in right now, that we do have to reimagine the way that we're thinking of our ideas and the way that the outcomes are typically should be. Mm -hmm. So using this God given creativity and imagination, powerful. Jamie, um, as we close out, um, let's talk about what's next for you in, in 2021. What are some bricks that you are building, planning for? Wow. That question is, it took me a second to think, I had to really search think, what is next? Because I'm so rooted in honoring the journey, literally, you know, one, one brick at a time. But I do have some ideas. I do have some things that I'm working on. So I'm working on an album which came out of oh stop it <laughs> came naturally just naturally out of my creativity and the way I speak and the way I you know I deliver my message I have these cadences and these bars and these little packaged ways that I deliver my message and it's become kind of like a staple in in my brand so I'm working on an actual album um I am working on a book um, and along with the album, there's going to be a, a book to accompany it, like a poetry book that will explain the root meanings behind each bar and will take you deeper into the journey. So that's coming. Bricklayers just, we just officially, um, became a membership community. So Bricklayers, oh, um, yes. you know, Bricklayers was free for 10, almost probably 11 months. Bricklayers was just free. I just wanted to do something where we all came together and, um, we officially are making it a membership community as of now, as in, um, starting March officially. So now we're able to build um, at a more intense level. There's more exclusivity there. So that's, that was a major shift for me. I mean, it's, it's official. Um, let's see what's next. I mean, 
I'm just rooted in honoring the journey and seeing where it goes. Because I said this earlier, when I make plans or have ideas, God just does so much more. And he's always switching directions. And I think just seeing how obedient I'm going to be, you know, with with the shift and following the lead. So um, I would say that's it for now. Just continuing to grow in the community now in this new space. I have a surprise coming for you guys in the community. We have a surprise um, coach coming in soon to uh, spread some more love and light with with the community. So that's exciting. I have, I have that that recently just happened. Um, and just continuing to grow. I, I really, I mean, I can be talking to you next month and be like, Ashley, my whole life changed. <laughs> like, I'm doing this now. Absolutely. We're global I love now. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but that's, that's, that's where I am now, working on that album and, and that book and um, just continuing to explore all the ideas that I have in this binder of mine because I've only scratched, scratched the surface of all the, the brainstorms that I've collected. That's good, Jamie. That's good. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. And we're going to be following up with your journey and just seeing where you grow. Uh, in in a time when this world is turned upside down, I really want to get your perspective on this. Why is it important for someone that's listening now? Why is it important for someone to lay their brick? Well, the most important aspect of that is the awareness that you're building your future. We don't always feel empowered as it relates to the outlook or the outcome of our future of our lives. Sometimes we feel bound or confined by our situations or circumstances, which lately have become even more grim to some people, you know. So it's that awareness that what you do today will serve as the foundation for tomorrow, even if it's something as simple as having a conversation, going live, going on a podcast, recording yourself. Tomorrow you will be just that much more confident in your voice. And then you do it again and again and again. And you have to, I always tell people do a side-by-side vision comparison. Where do you want to be? Where are you? Look around, get a literal look around, look in the mirror, assess your world. Where do you want to be? Where are you? And what's missing? And that is your blueprint. Those are the bricks that you have to lay. So when I made that side-by-side comparison, I want to be a speaker What's missing? I don't know how to speak in front of people. So therefore, I'm going to lay all the bricks that I can speak as often as possible. And then the the fitness journey, where do you want to be? I wanted to, you know, gain some healthy weight. I wanted to get stronger, improve my posture. Where are you? Well, the bricks that need to be laid, they reside in the workouts. And that's why I was so disciplined in working out. So you just have to look at The fact that the bricks that you lay today, even if no one sees them, even if you think they don't matter, they are setting the foundation for tomorrow. And I'll leave you guys with this. Each brick weighs roughly five pounds. So yes, you're going to think they're not important. You're going to think that they're little baby steps. It doesn't matter. But over the course of the year, over the course of a year, a bricklayer can lay up to two Boeing jets in weight. Bricklayer can lift up to two Boeing jets in weight. So this journey includes a lot of heavy lifting and those little bricks, those little steps that matters more than you think. So I think it's very important to stay locked in and just lay those individual bricks as often as possible. Woo. That's it. That's it, folks. Jamie, tell the people where they can follow you, where they can join your community, where they can be able to um, follow your journey. Yeah. So my most um, engaged platform is Instagram. I'm, I'm on Instagram more often than uh, than anywhere else at Jamie.Jordan, J-A-Y-M-I-E.Jordan. BricklayersAcademy.com. That's now live. That's where you can sign up for the membership. And we do meet every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. 
And as we're building and growing into the community structure, the membership structure, people are now going to have more access to behind the scenes stuff and, you know, call replays and things of that nature. So, yeah, I would say connect with me on Instagram. And if you have any questions, I'm always open to uh, connecting with people. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jamie, for joining me on the podcast. We will have all of Jamie's information in the show notes and we'll be back for another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Ask Ash. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.